What have we been discussing these past few weeks? It's all connected. So we started off with rebuilding, reviving, getting re-energized, and then we jumped into forgiveness. And what does it mean to forgive? Come on, jump out. What does it mean to forgive? What is the purpose of forgiving? So forgiveness is not for the other person, but it's for you so that you could break that chain of hurt so you don't have to carry on to that any longer so that so that that chain whatever that hurt that your pain that you're going through it's broken and you guys can can move on in your lives but i but today or last week we 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 did an intro to forgiveness and then through forgiveness we learned that faith goes hand in hand with forgiving so today we are going to talk about the hardest part about forgiveness. So what do you think the hardest part about forgiveness is? It doesn't have to deal with you, but it has to deal with what? The person that you are forgiving. So the enemy, your enemy, whoever hurt you, whoever put pain into your lives, we're going to see what the Bible says about dealing with your enemy, who you're forgiving. So the person that hurts you, your enemy, the person that upsets you, however you want to call it, we're going to talk about dealing with that person. So before we even get into it, let me just tell you a story. So probably two stories. Kinds of, it deals with enemies. So let's talk about my youth group experience. So in the year... Wow, we're going back. In the year, no, in the year 2000, so 2000 slash 2001, BR. So we're going to say BR before Rosemary. So in the year 2000, 2001, BR, there was this 13-year-old who sat in those same seats that you sat in. So that was me. That was Todd. And my very first month in the youth group, I was shy. I didn't, like, know anybody. I was, I was there. So I was shy. I didn't know anybody. Pretty much the s single child. Yeah, single child, basically. Didn't re wasn't really raised with any siblings. So out of my comfort zone. So my very first month, I walk into the youth group. And there was this, like, youth convention. Not convention, but, like, youth, big youth seminar. And they called it Impact. So I went to this Impact conference. And within the, my first month of the youth group, you know, I'm the new guy. There was this girl that I, I did like in the youth group. So first month. But, oh, ooh, ooh. But that very first month, there was this rumor where they said, people in the youth group said that I touched her butt. Wasn't true. Wasn't true. And I denied it. No, 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 no. I denied it. I won't deny it. I mean, I, I, I deny it. Not won't deny it. Stop, sorry. Stop. I'll deny it. But the point is, they said, people said that I touched her butt because in this conference, I just handed a pencil 
you know, I, you know, had a pencil to fill out a card and the hand like slipped or whatever. Total slip. No, 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 it's not what you're thinking. So, which was cool. I'm sure you know this person, but that's another story. So, yeah, I pointed at you, Jayla. So, yeah, you know her. So, so I handed this person <laughs> a pencil, and then the very following week, all of a sudden, I'm at church, and I'm going to the store, and these two people from the youth group, big guy, big, pretty big guy, bigger than me, approached me on the side of the, the building, and we didn't have this building here, so side of the other building, and they approached me, and they kind of like pressed me against the corner, and they said, they said, yo, I heard you, I heard you touched my girl's butt, and it was, they were going to jump me. So how do, you, how, how do you think I felt? Scared, right? Scared. I was about to get bullied. I had my boy with me, and my boy was like, yeah, I got your back. But then when it came time to it, boy was gone, so it was just me. So he left me to hang and dry. I didn't get beat up or whatever, but, you know, a person talked to me and said, listen, don't ever do that again. You know, that's my girl. That's how, not how things roll around here or whatever. New York, right? Yeah, but me, I'm new. So, but I, I had to forgive them in my heart because I didn't start no mess. I, you know, I'm the new guy on the block. You know, the new guy here or whatever. And that's what happened. So long story short, you know, they, it kept happening, kept happening, but we move on. Or senior year in high school, senior year in high school, there was this girl I liked. BR, this is, this is BR, way, way BR, BR. So a girl I like, and so another gentleman liked the same girl as well. So it got, it got a little, you know, pushy. You know, we're we not getting into a fist fight per se, but, you know, gym class, you know, you know, you play dodgeball or whatever, and then person goes directly at me, directly at him, go directly at me, I'm going at him, it's like, it's like the whole, everything just split, split open, you know, focused on me. And then we basically looked at each other and was like, why are we doing this over, over a girl? It's, so the fact is, is that even when times are tough, you can't let your enemy get the best of you, even though it, it might hurt. And sometimes you might have to forgive them because, or you should always forgive them because it's what the Bible says. So we're going to jump right into it. So the very first thing that we have to talk about when dealing with your enemy is we forgive them, but we have to, the Bible says, love your enemies. Doesn't that hurt? Loving your enemies? So for me especially, so for me, like I told you guys before, I grew up with my grandparents. So I was raised by my grandparents. So I, had, I held a lot of hatred in my heart because I didn't grow up with mommy. I didn't grow up with, with daddy. And I had some kind of like this baggage that was deep down inside of me. And it like really hurt. And despite, you know, the parents not really being there and me feeling a certain way because I felt like, oh my gosh, why, why didn't they raise me? Oh my gosh, why weren't they there for me? The Bible says that even though you feel that hurt, you should love for them. You should forgive them. It, it, it hurts. I know it hurts. 
but you should always forgive them. And we go to Luke chapter 6, verses 27 through 36. And I'm reading out of the NLT, New Living Translation. But the Bible says, but to you who are willing to listen, so that's, that's basically all of you, but to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone, yeah, oh, oh right, Zach? Right, Zach? If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Give to anyone who asks, and when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do to others as you would like them to do to you. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. If you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great. And you will be truly acting as children of the Most High. For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your father is compassionate. So basically, you have to love your enemy. So even though your enemies might do stuff to you, even though that person might have hurt you and it's like the wrong thing and you really don't want to, 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 to like accept what they did, even though you're going through all of that, you still have to love them. So how many of you have social media? All of you, right? So what if you were on social media one day and somebody attacks you on social media and you know what they did was wrong, even though it hurts, and they say stuff that, that's hurtful, they say stuff that tries to destroy you, they, they say stuff that, that wants to get under your skin. Even though it gets under your skin, you have to be the per bigger person and still love them. It's not your job to respond, but you have to love them and pray for them. Because the Bible says that we, we pray for those who are unfaithful. So it's our job to stand tall and be the bigger person. Have you ever been in a position where somebody deeply hurt you? And what was the first thoughts that came to your mind? You want to punch them in the face, right? No, just be real. If someone, if, someone, if someone pops off to you on social media, what's the first thing you want to do? What you mean? You want to clap back. Yo, you know how to fight, right? But that's not, that's not the right thing. So you need to take the bigger road. You have to be the bigger person, take the bigger road, and love them no matter what. Who knows, the love that you show them might do something to them. But no matter what they do, no matter what they put you through, not only do you love them, but you forgive them. Because when you forgive them, you're breaking that chain of the hurt within you. It's not about them at this point. The Bible already says for you to do your part, you love them. 
But you forgiving them, forgiving that enemy, helps you separate yourself from that link of hurt. So you don't have to hold on to it. That person one day can, can say something to you, do something to you. Maybe they, they left you at, a, at practice one day, it's a parent, and they didn't pick you up for five hours and you're wondering where they went, what's going on. Or it could be someone who's your, your, supposed to be your best friend, but then all of a sudden they stabbed you in the back by doing something that, that really hurt you. You have to love them and forgive them because if you, if you don't forgive them, you're just going to be reminded about that same thing every single day. And you're going to build bitterness in your heart. And that bitterness is going to, 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 to drive a wedge in your soul. And you're going to hold on to it. And it's going to affect your ability to, to love and, most importantly, to heal. So you have to forgive so that those wounds can be healed and you can go on to do what you're called to do. Amen? And, and from there, we get to number two about dealing with your enemy. So now that, we, that you love your enemy, now you don't judge them. So don't judge others. And this goes to, we're still in Luke. So we got to jump ahead, actually, to the next part. Luke 37 to 42. I'm still in the NLT. Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full Pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one man, can, can one blind person lead another? So can a blind person lead another blind person? No. Won't they both fall into the ditch? So students, students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. And we're going to pause right there. So student, so a, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. So one of my favorite movie franchises, and it's actually sad, not sad because it's my favorite character, but he's on the wrong side. But one of my favorite movie franchises is Star Wars. So episode three, spoiler alert if you didn't see it. So episode three, Anakin Skywalker. Going all the way back, he was the Padawan of who? Of Obi-Wan, okay, thank you. He was the Padawan of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Obi-Wan basically trained him, but then it came to a point where Anakin felt he was, he was above that. He went to the dark side. He was above, he wasn't getting the respect he deserved. He was above the council, he was above everything. So when it came down to it, that big showdown over the lava, student versus teacher, what happened? He got smoked. It, wasn't even, it was a close fight, he got smoked because he got prideful, he got too arrogant, and when he jumped in one swoop, legs, everything off. So the student was not better than the teacher because the student still had things to learn. But if the student was fully trained, they would become like the teacher 
And that was the problem. He, he left before he was fully trained. So why, and we're going to 41, and why worry about a speck in your friend's eyes when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying friend? Let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see the past the log in your own eye. Hypocrite. First get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. So basically, you can't judge others. So wouldn't it be wrong if you're like in a situation and then someone hurts you? So let's say a classmate or whatever, someone hurts you and you're like this. Oh, you know, look at them. Look at their clothes. Look at this. Look at that. And you're just judging and you're hating on them. Isn't that wrong? So how can you say that and say you go to school and your stuff isn't iron, you know, your clothes aren't iron or whatever, and you're looking kind of, you know, you know, you're looking like a wrong. Wouldn't it be wrong for you to be a hypocrite to judge them and you yourself have it as well? That's what the Bible is basically saying, that you can't look at like a little bit of dirt in somebody else's eyes when you have like a big log in your own. So you have something that's bigger within you. So the point is, you shouldn't even judge. You should just love your enemy and, and be above the judging. And then we, we take it further to, in a different aspect, this time in Matthew seven twelve. How many royal rangers are in here? How many royal rangers are in here? So Matthew seven twelve, the golden rule says what? Exactly. So do unto others as you want people to do unto you. So all those things then which you would have men do to you, even so do you to them, because this is the law and the prophets. So how do you guys want to be treated? So if you have an enemy, if you have an enemy, and you're, you're feuding with the enemy, and you're, you're feuding with that, that, that person that you don't like, and you're, you're hating on them, and you're, 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 you're like cursing them, and you're doing everything, guess what? What's, what do you think is going to happen in return? They're going to treat you back the same, but if you show them that love and compassion, won't it happen back to you as well? Maybe. So let me tell you another story. This was in sixth grade, and yes, I, I was back then. I was special ed, so I, I rode the short bus. Ain't we, we, we keeping it real here, so I read the short bus, the minibus, however you want to call it. So it was a long ride from, not really long, but I live in Bayshore, so this school was in West Islip. So West Islip to Bayshore, and me and this kid on the bus had a, had, a, had, a, had a fight. So we was scrapping all the way on the bus from West Islip to Bayshore. So even if I, could, even if I wasn't going to win, I grabbed the broomstick, so grabbed the equalizer, but that's beside the point. So... So we, so we dropped, so the kid got dropped off at his house, and he said that he was going to come through and see me, you know, by my house, by where one of my friends lived. So I got dropped off, and then we're waiting, waiting. He walks all the way down the road. He comes to where I live. I'm at my friend's house, and we're preparing for it. We're preparing for this fight. He comes through the backyard, and we're going to continue fighting each other, continuing with this fight. So he comes through the fence. I'm waiting there. He's waiting there. He looks at me. I look at him. And then we decide, why are we really fighting? 
what was the point? If we, if we continue fighting, then I really didn't want to fight him because if I fight him, he's just going to want to fight me back. So what ended up happening is, for some reason, we, we talked it out. And what do you know? The two of us became, actually became best friends. No, he actually, this, 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 this guy was, his name is Isaiah. He was my best friend from middle school all the way to, to high school. So from middle school to high school, and he passed away. He passed away because he tried to cross, he tried to cross train tracks in Oakdale. Yeah, he was at college. But I feel, I feel like I was able to, to live out his memory because the school that he, he went to, because he was a basketball player, so he went to uh, Dallin College. I actually turned around, went to the same college. Later on, I was able to graduate from there. So I felt like I honored his legacy. But the fact is, is that the two of us saw each other and we could have continued doing what we were doing. We could have judged each other, but we didn't. Instead, we, put, you know, we decided to put things behind us, stop, you know, glance at each other, and work it out. And that's what's important about judging, because you don't know what's going on in that other person's life. You can't judge them when you yourself, you know, things aren't right with you. So don't you want to be able to, to look at your, your enemy, and don't you want to work it out? What, what kind of effects you think you would have if you were able to work things out with that person that really deeply hurt you? You would have peace. So if you're, if you're holding on to being a, a child and you live with your mother, so you don't live with daddy, daddy's nowhere around, and maybe daddy, daddy hurts you, or you live with, I'm just using that example, or you live with grandma or you live with whoever by yourself and you hold bitterness and you hold that anger and you you hold all those things towards that that other person that really deeply hurt you it's just going to make you feel what bad right because you're, you're dealing with that baggage don't you want to be able to to release that baggage let it go it may not affect you now but you might look at it like 10 years down the road and it might have an impact on you so the point of forgiveness is so that you can let it go. You can break that chain and you can be able to focus on other important things in life. So that's why it's important to not only love that enemy, but also don't judge them as well. Just let it go. And if you do have an enemy, treat them the way that you would like to be treated. So if they give you the silent treatment, and they just want to ignore you and be rude, stand tall and love on them and show them that you're not on that same level, that you're above that. You have God in your heart. And then the third thing, and the third and final thing that we want to talk about when it comes to dealing with your enemy is, with forgiveness, is your seed needs to produce good fruit. So do you guys remember the very first topic that we talked about, where we talked about getting re-energized and we talked about how God is the tree and Jesus is the branches and he's building, building us to be the fruit. So now that we are this fruit, it's our job 
to plant seeds, and we have to watch them grow. It's our jobs to, to make sure those seeds grow up to be something beautiful. And how do we make sure that those seeds are, are, are good? Caring, but if you're, what's, the, the real thing is, what type of fruit are you? So if you're bad fruit and you treat people badly, what kind of seeds you think you're going to be planting in those people that you're, you're treating? Poisonous, bad stuff, really bad. So that's why it's important to be able to be a good fruit so that you can plant beautiful seeds. And that brings us to Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. A good tree can't produce bad fruit. And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So a tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn, brush, from thorn bushes, and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So if you have a bad heart and you know how people say the first thing that comes to your mind and then all of a sudden you want to take it back, take it back, take it back and say, oh, I didn't mean it all. You know, that just slipped. The truth is it didn't just slip. The truth is you really meant what you said because that was in your heart. And what you meant, what you said comes from the point or the fact that maybe you weren't able to, to properly forgive a situation. So that's, that's that flesh that came up. So we have to make sure that what we say is pure. Because what we say has the, has the ability to either speak life into somebody or to speak death. And if we are all in here as Christians, what kind of words do we want to speak out of our mouth? We want to speak life. We want to speak positive things. Because we have been called to be these, this good fruit. So from our mouth, we want to be able to, to plant good seeds into the world. If we still hold on to that, to, that, to that thing, and let's just say we come in here on a Friday night and we're, we're worshiping and we're saying, thank you, God. But then soon as we close those doors and we, we walk out those doors and we go back to the schools and we act a totally different way, then in reality, that's just being a hypocrite. That's just planting bad seeds. That's not really planting the good seeds that we have been called to, to plant. So that's why we have to make sure that what we are saying is pure. What we are saying is God-like. What we are saying showcases that we are walking the life of being a Christian. So that means if you're in school and you know you have this desire to fight, you'll be able to pull yourself back and you don't get in, your, you don't get in that situation. You'll be able to, to know the, the right choice to make versus the wrong choice so that if someone really upsets you, upsets you, whether it's in school or social media and they, they say something that gets under your skin, you'll be able to walk away because you know that's the higher ground. And then also looking at Matthew, so we're going to look at Matthew 7, chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. 
And worship team, you guys can start to head up. It says, so this has to deal with, so this has to deal with those people. So the fact is, is that we are called to be what? Christians, but more importantly, when we have God, we are what? We are fruit, and good fruit means we are leaders. So we can't get to the level of all of those that hurt us, and this is why, and we can't stoop down to their level. It says, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And as we said again, a good tree produces good fruit and bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruits, so you can identify people by their actions. So there's people in this world, and you might think it might be cool to, to follow them, and they might want to help you establish your identity, and we're going to get into identity next month. So we're going to go right into talking about identity next month. But there's people in this world who who are probably gonna try to, to get you to join their side. And you see them picking on somebody else and you see them and they, 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 they might say, oh, it's just harmless fun. But in reality, there are wolves that are dressed in sheep's clothing. So it's like there's somebody else and they're only out there to, to devour those, to, to, to pick those out. It's like Little Red Riding Hood and the wolf was in the cabin and he was waiting, waiting for Little Red Riding Hood to, to come in there. And why was he waiting in there for her? He was ready to eat her. So there's people in this world that are, that are looking to devour you. So you have to be on your guard and know the difference between right and what's wrong. And it's okay to forgive those people, but that doesn't mean you have to follow them. That doesn't mean you have to get on their level. And tonight, I know there's some people in there that, that, that have something in their heart. And you might have been offended by somebody or somebody might have attacked you and you feel like you wanna clap back, as they say. You feel like you wanna do something to them because they really hurt you. Or it could be a family member and they, they, they really hurt you. And you just feel like just, just cursing them out and swearing at them, but God, and Jesus are both telling you that no matter what, he's right there by your side and he's going to help you get through it. And he's going to show you how to stand above it and be able to love your enemy. He's going to stand there and show you that you shouldn't judge what they do. And more importantly, he wants you to be able to build a character to know that you are good fruit and he wants you to produce good seeds. So if you're a little shaky and you feel like you're not producing good seeds, I'm going to open the altars up for you. And this is your chance to, to make things right so you can build that, that ability to produce good fruit. This is your chance to, to cry out and say that you want to be able to, to be above your enemy and you want to be able to love on them. 
So if, you, if you're going through something, just come on up. The altars are open. We want to pray for you. And we'll be able to plant good seeds together. So the altars are open and you guys can please.